God, we thank you for this stage, for the microphone, for the people in the seats, um, um, the love between us, every family that's represented here, uh, the non-believers, just, just any and everything that we have the power to spread your word to. We thank you and we love you. May your will be done and not ours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, I'm going to talk about something we probably wouldn't talk about from a church stage, and that is superstition. So, mirrors, you, you all have heard of, you break a mirror, you get seven years of bad luck. I start thinking about this type of stuff. This is when, when God gave me the message, I start thinking about this, and I'm like, man, that's, you, as you get older, you start thinking back like, okay, I'm 28, so that means I only got about four mirrors that I could break before I get out of these chains of bad luck, and I can guarantee you that in my childhood, I broke about more than four mirrors, so I'm still in prison to my bad luck. And, and then you get to thinking about stepping on cracks, breaking mama's back. There's a lot of mamas in here that are not bedridden, and I can tell you, for anybody that has ever broke their back, they ain't recovering that fast. Um, sweeping someone's feet. Now, this is something in a black culture. I don't know if y'all know about this one, but if you sweep someone's feet, you have to spit on the broom to reverse the curse, or you go to jail. Now, I don't think they really knew how going to jail works, but I've never got a collect call that was like, man, if my feet was just one inch over, I wouldn't be, you got bail money for me, you know? And, and I start thinking about these things. I start thinking about these things because I was once there too. I've spit on many. My grandmother, God rest her soul, she was very adamant about not washing on New Year's Eve or New Year's because it's like you be out of your family. I'm like, that's the circle of life. People die all the time. And then uh, eating a spoonful of peas. Eating a spoonful of peas give you good luck for the new year. And it's like, I can't tell you how many times I've ate nasty peas uh, just to, to, to get this good luck. But the thing is, <laughs> I'm telling you, I had the power of sugar on, on, man, them blackout peas are just nasty. That's, that's mm, I don't like it. But it's a belief system. It's a belief system. And um, the one that I want to tell a story about is splitting the pole. I don't know if y'all know about this one, but how, how we did split the pole was the age trumps, and that's who wins. So if it's two 10-year-olds and one 19-year-old, 20 years old trumps the 19, so the person that's 19 has to come around the pole and reverse the curse. And I'm young. We walk into the store, and my brother did not walk back around the pole. We went to the store, my boy went and bought something, and he did not have enough change. Guess what my little brain said? See, you got bad luck. You should have went around the pole. I knew it, but I knew it. And, and, and what happened was my brain started to find things to make superstition a fact. And, but in reality, dude just had bad math. You grabbed something that you didn't have enough money for. It's, 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 it's super simple. And, 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 and so I ain't going to lie. I was, I was in these type of things until I found out that none of that stuff is in this book, the book being the Bible. You know what I mean? Um, so there, there's one more. I'm in the parking lot. We're at Chick-fil-A when, the, when, the, when he came to the church. There's a Hispanic guy. Now, all the Hispanic people, they, they know about this one. He, it was one of my customers. He commented on my baby. 
And he was like, oh, he's a beautiful man, blah, blah, blah. And then he touched his leg. And he said, oh, I, 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 I've got to do that. I see some Hispanic back there laughing. He touched his leg. He said, man, I, I've got to do that. I said, I know, ojos. And he said, you know? And I'm like, yep, I do. You know, um, but the very reason he reached out and touched my son's leg was because we act on what we believe in. Get what I'm saying? Our belief system is made of three things. The way we was raised, what we've heard thus far, and what we've seen thus far. I'm going to say that one more time. Our belief system, the reason why you're in this place, the reason why you're not in this place, the reason for anything, whether you believe in God or you don't, it's because of three things. The way we was raised, the way you've, what you've seen thus far, and what you've heard thus far. Can I get that chart up there? I want you guys to look at this because a lot of people, they talk about having the best year ever. Um, They do superstitions to have the best year ever. But until you change your routine, 23 is going to look like 24. 24 is going to look like 21. Do Do you get what I'm saying? As long as your patterns repeat, every year is going to look the same. You act on what you believe in. I want you to look at this. You act on what you believe in. Your actions become your routine, and your routine becomes you. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. I don't think they're listening. Um, You act on what you believe in. Your actions become your routine, and your routine becomes you. It becomes your character. Nobody says you're an alcoholic because you had one drink. Nobody calls you a bad husband because you treated your wife bad one time. You have to wake up and choose to love your wife as Jesus loved the church every single day to be called a good father. You can't wake up and choose to follow God one day and be called a Christian. You have to wake up and choose to follow God every single day. And I know a lot of us fail at it a lot, but it's a repetitive choice. Listen to me and listen to me clearly, because there's people watching you that you don't know. Your routine is contagious. Your routine is contagious. Anything that you do again, again, and again, it is contagious. I've had so many people walk up to me and tell me that I have inspired them, and I really don't even know them that much. And it's not to the point of like, oh, I don't know you. It's more so of watching God work through me, and it's like, I barely even know you, and I didn't even know you was watching me. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing when you're driving in traffic and somebody cuts you off. Mm-hmm. You stub your, man, wait, look, can I just, can we just admit that stubbing your toe in traffic, especially your pinky toe, that brings out the worst in you. It makes you look in the mirror like, man, I don't even know who you are and where you got these words from. It's just, it's, 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 it's evil. But, but, but listen, this is why little bitty babies cuss and they use it in the right context because they're watching you. Even though you're not paying attention, they're watching you. So, you know, Dak throws an interception. Hey, t- the kids are listening to you. What, you. what you said, he's listening. And so your routine is contagious, and it goes both ways. Um, not to brag on my son, but one of the cutest things that this dude does, he's 15 months old. He raises his hand in worship. You know why? Because he watches his mom and his, and his dad come to church and worship every Sunday. 
it's contagious. So not only is, contag- is your routine contagious in a bad way, it's contagious in a good way also. Um, he does it at home, too, and my wife be like, look, 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 look. And, and it's, it's, it's just the cutest thing. It's, it's like, you know, it's wonderful. Um, I'm going to be reading in Matthew chapter 26, verse 36 through 46. But, but one thing that I want you to realize is that not only is reputation contagious, but it's required. If you're there already, say amen. All right. Well, everybody else, you better catch up. Then, then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane, and he said, sit, sit, sit here with me while I go over there to pray. Let me paint the story for you real quick. Okay, so they just had Passover, the Passover meal, um, which is a lot of people know as the Last Supper. The Passover was Jesus freed his people from Israel, and God is so adamant about his people and that Pharaoh didn't let his people go that he came through and knocked off everybody's firstborn, even cattle and everything. And he said, for my people, I want you to put the blood of the lamb over your doorpost, and therefore the angel of death will pass over your house. So you guys know this song. It's like, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. That's, that's, that's a song about Passover because now Jesus has died and we put Jesus's blood over the doorposts of our soul. So now when the rapture comes and the angel of death comes, he passes over us because we are protected by the blood of Jesus. And I know all you are thinking about it. No, I do not want to be in the worship team. Um, so, so they got done with the Passover meal. Jesus knows he's about to be crucified. He knows what hour awaits him. So after they got done with the Passover meal, they went into the Garden of Gethsemane. And then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane. He said, sit here while I, he said, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter, Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. He told them, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Sometimes we forget that Jesus was fully human too. And, and, and for your soul to be crushed with grief to the point of death, you got to know that he felt that. We, he went on a little further and bowed down with his face to the ground praying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep. He said to Peter, couldn't you keep watching me for even an hour? Couldn't you? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Anybody can say amen to that? Then Jesus left them a second time and prayed, My father, if this cup of suffering cannot be taken away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. When he returned again, he found them asleep still. For they couldn't keep their eyes open. So he went and prayed a third time, saying the same exact thing. Then he came to the disciples and said, go ahead and rest. Have your rest. But look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, oh, let's be going now. Look, my betrayers are here. Okay, this, this passage is rich with a lot of stuff, but for time's sake, I'm just going to give to you what I feel like the main points that Jesus pointed out to me. Uh, verse 38 through 39, he said, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death, uh, but yet your will, not, your will, not mine. 
Jesus put his own feelings to the side for God's will. My question to you is, does your feelings have more authority over your life than God's will? I'm not up here judging anybody. I'm asking for self-inventory. Because... I bet there's been a time where Jesus has called you to do something or, or, or you felt led to do something that was left undone because your feelings got in the way. Any amens? All right. I'm going to start giving people 20 bucks in the parking lot because y'all ain't talking to me. Another thing Jesus pointed out to me was feelings are not facts. No matter how you feel about God, God is still God. It just makes you an unbeliever. Another thing that I like about that is feelings change. Facts don't. God is God, and, and, that, and that's period. So the next thing was when he told the disciples, keep watch and pray for the spirit is for the spirit, for the fear, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now, I don't know about y'all, but my nickname in heaven is probably can't get right because I just, I wake up and I try and I fall on my face. I wake up, I try and I fall on my face. And, and Pastor Jerry does this thing where he falls and then he gets up and he still walks to God, falls, gets up and walks to God. And he said, there's a difference between sinning and then staying down on the ground and waddling with the pigs. There's a difference. And, and, for, and for those spiritual people that's like, oh, he's giving them a license to sin. I'm not the DMV. I don't have to give you a license to anything. You're going to sin no matter what. You get what I'm saying? So, so bring your junk with you and follow God. Can we get that uh, Romans chapter 7, verse 14 through 17? Uh, uh, when God said, keep watching, pray, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I don't think this was just a, a message to the disciples. This was a church, this was a message to the church to come, and that is now. Because everybody in her still suffers from temptation. Everybody in her still needs to pray to be alert. You know what I mean? Everybody in here, I don't care how much you bench press and how much you deadlift, your, 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 your flesh is still weak, my brother. I'm telling you, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And, and, and Paul and Paul wrote something, and you, sh you should go and read the whole chapter 7, it, Romans chapter 7. It is good. But I just picked this little bitty part out. He says, so the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble, the, 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 the trouble is not with God's will because it's spiritual and good. I, I admit to that. The trouble is with me. For I am way too human, a slave to sin. I tell myself not to go to certain websites, and I do it anyway. I tell myself not to drink all the time, and I do it anyway. I tell myself to wake up and love my wife the way Jesus loved the church, and, and, and I just fall flat on my face. I tell myself to be the best person that I can be, but yet, mm, she's been flirting with my man, so I ain't, mm -mm, mm -mm. I just can't, I just can't, I just can't. And, 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 and we find ourselves... In this moment where our flesh is super weak, he says, I don't really understand myself. For I, 
for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. I try to read my Bible, but instead I scroll Instagram until I'm sleepy, and then I try to get on, the, and then I get on the phone, and I wake up in the middle of the night with the dang British guy reading the Bible to me, and I don't know anything that he read. I wasted my time. It's, it's, it's like, and, and, and Instagram or, or social media is not bad, but it gets to the point to where we start to hate it because God said you can't love two masters, and if you have the spirit living within you, you get convicted, and it's like, I wasted yet another day. You know what I mean? And so we begin to hate it. You either hate that or you start hating God. He says no one man can serve two masters. You love one and hate the other. But if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree with the law. It is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is the sin within me. My spirit is not the one doing wrong. It's this freaking black skin y'all see in the, in the, in the, in the muscles and in the, in, the, in the breath. There's something inside of me that wants to do good, but, but, but I just can't get right. You know what I mean? And the, last, and the last part of what God gave to me out that passage was he went and he prayed three times. Now, I know three is the number of completion in the Bible. Now, I don't know what, where else that goes with that or how significant that is, but I love the repetitiveness. Um, if you haven't heard anything else from this message, I want you to hear this. There is no better way, or need I say other way, to get yourself in line with God's will other than reputation. Every day, it, it is reputation. I was telling Pastor Dusty about what I was preaching on, and Pastor Dusty, he was like, yep, get your reps in. You know, and I, and I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. So as Pastor Dusty say, and you might need to wake up and say this every day, get your reps in, you know. If you do not align your will with God's will, when you get into his presence, your motives will be exposed. Man looks at the outward appearance, God looks at the heart. This is why a lot of pastors and a lot of churches go burning down, and not physically, but I'm talking about mentally, um, 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 because they did it for the wrong reason. Everything in here belongs to God, including me. I am a living sacrifice. If you do not align your will with God's will, when you get in his presence, you will be exposed. Pastor, just, Pastor Jared, can you bring me that box? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is, the way, this, is, this is the best way that I could think about bringing this to life. This is, this is what God gave to me. So, there's a box. Can y'all hear that? Obviously, there's something in the box. So, so, so a lot of people, they say, I don't know about God, but obviously there is a God because things just fit together too good. You know, like the, the, we breathe out what the trees breathe in and we breathe in what the trees breathe out. It, it's, it's, it's stuff, the circle of life, it's, it's, it fits together too well 
for there not to be a God. It, it just fits together too well. And so a lot of people say, I know there's something in there. I know there's something out there, but I just don't know what. Jesus tells us in Psalms 34, verse 8, he says, taste and see that the Lord is good. He says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Now, there's a big difference. There's a big difference from posting a steak on Instagram and actually cutting into one. Any amens? You know, there's a big difference from... from um, from seeing people post about a good restaurant and actually going to go visit that restaurant. God is saying, see for yourself. Come, come and see from your, come and have this, this, this one-on-one encounter with me, and, I, and I'll show you. Um, Pastor Jared was just talking about it earlier. He was talking about how hard it is to read the Bible. The reason why it's hard to read the Bible is because scrolling on social media is effortless. You don't have to think. Reading the Bible, you have to think you have to absorb what you're reading. And a lot of people, they, 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 take it, they take it serious to the point of, man, I know when I read the Bible, I want to get what I'm reading. And I don't feel like reading right now, so I never get to it. And then the best thing that the enemy could do is keep you distracted. What he can't destroy, he distracts. And I don't want you to know about your Lord and Savior, so... I'll just make her text you real quick <laughs> get you. You know what I mean? But this is what I want y'all to see. I want y'all to see this real quick. got to give y'all a little. I like to do a mental image. Oh, y'all can't be looking at me yet. I'm just trying to bring it home for you. Now, now. I know I probably look crazy. Can I see? Okay, y'all laughing, so obviously y'all see it. Now, I tell you, there's something in this box. You knew there was something in this box, but now you got evidence there's something in this box. You're, and I'm talking with food in my mouth on purpose. Your routines is contagious. A-O-E. No, 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 no. Come, come to the crib. No, 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 no. We're doing something different this New Year's. We're not going out. We're not going out drinking like we normally do. I, I want you to come here. Come here. Come over to the house. Okay? Yeah, I'll be here. Bet. See you. And what happens is our routines become contagious. What's up, big dog? You see, I got evidence on my hand. Put a little bit on him. But if he never goes... If he never goes to the source, he'll never get the full thing. You missed it. If you only listen to a pastor, you will never get the full glory of God. You have to go to the source for yourself. I'm not saying Pastor Jared ain't good. He is good. And a lot of times I feel like, I'm wearing clown shoes up here because I have a b big shoes to fill. But the point is, it's, it's, see what I'm saying? It's contagious. Now, 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 now watch this. Now watch this because this is, this is, this is very vital. This is, this is the key point right here. We look foolish. We, I, I, we look foolish. But 
said, speak for yourself. Uh, look, I bet you Noah looked foolish when he was building the boat. Mm. That big old ark, he had to wake up. Don't you go nowhere either. That big old ark, he had to wake up every day with people making fun of him. And if they had social media back in the day, I can guarantee you he would have been on there. They would be like, look at this. My neighbor is outside in this dang robe. Probably ain't got no underwear on building this boat. You know. (laughs) We ain't good company. There's a difference between looking like a fool and looking like a fool for Christ. The Bible says that the cross is foolish to an unbeliever. It's foolish to an unbeliever to talk about how a, a, a virgin had a baby. I'd rather put my faith into something instead of nothing created something. Um, so for people that don't believe in the cross... I think it's foolish of them, you know. So it goes both ways, but, and I'm not throwing judgment. I'm, I'm just letting you know where I stand. I would rather look like a fool for Christ than to look like a fool. One last part before I let you go, big dog, and there's a towel in there. I'm keeping mine on. Uh, one last part. Wherever you go in life, this is how you should look. There's evidence. It's Jesus showing up in your life everywhere that you're going. There's evidence. There's evidence. Uh, Worship team, y'all can come up. There's evidence. Now, now, look at this. Even though we was made in his image, not all the time do we reflect it. When we look in the mirror, do you see Eden or do you see Eden and Jesus? You know what I mean? And and that's exactly what this is about, is everywhere that we go in life, we should be reflecting Jesus' image. And we have to wake up and look, and, 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 and we have to be reputitious about waking up and tasting and seeing that God is good every single day because what you do again and again becomes contagious this was my boy we used to go out hanging and drinking we really didn't i just met eden not too long ago i used to be his youth pastor um but i love the person that he has grown up into you know what i mean so so to see the jesus trickle down into his life you guys give eden a round of applause there's a child big dog You ain't going to leave it up here where I can use it? It's okay. I want to reflect Jesus anyway. I'm more spiritual than you. Um, <laughs> hey, there, is, um, there was a little shepherd boy who didn't allow his feelings to get in the way. He played the harp while tending sheep. God ended up sending a spirit to torment Saul this shepherd boy was called to come play in the, in, in the kingdom. He, he was once the youngest. You know, they made fun of him for being the youngest. He was once the youngest. Didn't even get invited to the dinner to be anointed next king. He, God called him into the kingdom from a low place. I bet you he looked foolish. 
I bet you he looked foolish when he put on that big old armor and it was like, bro, this do not fit me. And he took it off and he said, you know what? <laughs> These little smooth rocks right here, this is all I need. I bet you he looked foolish. You know what I mean? I bet you he looked foolish until the very point where they seen his actions become to reality. I want you to remember this. You act on what you believe in. This New Year's, don't set goals. I don't want you to set goals. I want you to make a schedule. And, and if you're a mom in here and you got, and, and you spell kid, kid with an S, I already know scheduling is like kind of hectic. But the point that I'm making is we make time for what we care about. So factor in Jesus into your schedule. Because look, if I want to get closer to God, but I factor Jesus into my schedule, my schedule will conquer my goals for me. You get what I'm saying? Make a schedule that does the work for you. Is that simple? Is that simple? The disciples looked foolish when Jesus told them, drop everything. Drop everything and follow me. Some of them was even with their father. Now, I can't, I can't put words into the Bible. But imagine your son being called away to follow the dude who they think is the Messiah. And, and, and not all the time did they have proof. You don't have to know the full details to obey. I'm, I'm going to give you this one last story and then I'm going to let you go. I'm driving in Fort Worth. Me and my wife is doing something for Valentine's Day. And, you know, Siri, she thinks she knows everything. I'm sitting there driving. And she says, your turn is going to be half a mile on the right. Now, anybody that drives knows that if I'm in two lanes, if I'm going to be turning light, right, which lane do I need to be in? The right lane. So I'm driving, doing my thing, you know. And then Siri comes on like my wife, acting like she knows everything. And... I love you, girl. Uh, and, 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 and she says, merge left. And I'm like, dude, I was like, obviously, if it's two lanes, I need to be in the right lane. So guess what I didn't do? Merge left. And as I kept driving, I got closer to the destination, but there was a concrete convert that merged everybody into one. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't say she was right, but I just hit my blink on the slide, whipped over. Um, but that's the point that I want to make to you today is that faith is not about knowing all the details. It's about obeying. If Jesus say, jump, jump. My father said, son, if a kid is on the table and his father tells him to jump so he can catch him, if the kid never jumps, you'll never be able to see what the father can do. You missed it. I said, if the kid never jumps, you will never be able to see what your father in heaven can do. Obviously, you need to get confirmation before you just go willy-nilly jumping off cliffs. But make sure you align your will with God's will so you can see him in action. And every morning, make sure you wake up and taste and see that God is. 
God, all I want to ask of you is to make your will be known and it be shown. Work in, in, in supernatural ways. You said that the world was built in such a way that no man can go without knowing you. Present those to us because sometimes I, our eyes can get foggy and hazy because we're human, we're flesh, and there's a lot of stuff that we want to believe, but our flesh won't allow us to believe. And, and, and so we need you to wipe that fog off of our eyes so we can see you when you work. We don't want to be blasphemous and, 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 and say that it's something else did it, when in reality the glory should be going to you. So we thank you and we love you. We pray that you continue to help us align our will with your will. So when things don't go our way, we don't get mad at you. We can still praise Praise doesn't always change the circumstances, but it changes us. We love you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Man, thank you, Raheem, so much. We've got, uh, we got some people coming down with baskets, so part of the way that we worship is through tithing and offering. But also, you have a connection card. Uh, if, if you've got anything going on you would like for us to pray with you, pray for you, uh, please put it in there. Um, if you're one of those who says, you know what, it's time, I need to be baptized, whatever it is, let us know on there. Better yet, we have a prayer team. Prayer team, if you'll go ahead and make your way to the front. We have a prayer team who will be here uh, during, uh, during our final song and also after, uh, after the service today. And, uh, and we would just, we would love to pray with you. So, uh, so I think that's it, worship team. Close us out.